Hello everybody and welcome to No Time to Grind. It's a podcast for the busy gamers and as always, it's your three busy boys, but with a little bit of a twist this fortnight. Uh, we're not reviewing, we're not giving our thoughts on the game so far. That's going to be pushed back a little week uh, because we're trying out these little fancy new tasty little nuggets that are our extrasodes. It's where we're going to go over sort of I guess, what else we've been doing as you busy boys, as you busy gamers, what we've been playing in our spare time. And uh, this one in particular, we're going to have a look at the year ahead because it's nearly Christmas. We're nearly going to wrap up the year and this is a good time to kick things off. Now, what have you guys been doing? I have just... I've just been playing Pokemon. I've just... That's all I've been doing. And you know, I didn't even like it as much but i still love pokemon so much that i've i have now completed the pokedex it's i'm gonna call it a semi living dex uh because i've got everything i just haven't been bothered to get everything you know as in like you're missing like evolutions that you haven't done and stuff like that no so it's more like so living dex is to have like one of everything and then uh i'm like i don't have I think Ninkata, but I have Ninjask and Shedinja. I just can't be bothered getting another Ninkata. That's that's what my life is. It's just been doing raids and that. It's fun. It's good. Simple. I've uh, I've been investing my life into the Metal Gear franchise series. Um, I'm fair, I'm about halfway through, and uh, I just wanted to because Death Stranding came out, and I was like, oh, I do want to play it because it looks interesting, and it's it's getting some good feedback. I've heard personally good things, um, and I was like, yeah, but I I don't want to go straight into Death Stranding. I feel like I need to play Metal Gear first, and so I started Metal Gear, the like the original on the MSX, like the old eight bit kind of thing. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Which is so like I a different tra- series from the rest of the other ones. It, it's still relevant. It, like, it's still, um, the information is still, like, it's in the same universe, on the same timeline. Okay. Because um, that's the thing I was trying to figure out, because I'd heard that too, that it's like, oh, it's linked, but it's not really. But it kind of is linked, to be honest, at least from from what I've played so far. So I started Metal Gear, did Metal Gear 2, then I did Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty. I uh, just finished uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater the other day. And now I'm starting up Metal Gear Solid 4 Guns of the Patriots. You are blitzing through these. Yeah. I, like, I'm not, I'm absolutely not challenging myself in any way. It's, I just want to experience the story mainly. So, and, and like the Kojima side of it. Like, I feel like that's his thing, the story. The gameplay is really good too, for the most part. But, um, you realize you need to hit up PT before you get to Death Stranding, right? Uh, it never actually came out. Doesn't count. <laughs> but okay. uh, um, I've been playing on like very easy modes, and like if I get stuck, just immediately look up a guide. I'm not. I don't care about any sort of gaming integrity. I just want to get through the story, and I know it can be uh, a little long at times. You know, sitting through. Will you be slotting in a revengeance? Uh, and... Yeah, that'll probably be right at the end. I'm playing in release order, so okay. The- the order of the games released because the games don't play out in the order they released. Um, but so far, so good. That's been my life. And that's mostly just been playing like an hour or two before bed. Um, yeah, so far, so good. Aside from that, 
back into Guild Wars 2, trying to craft myself a legendary weapon. And then that's it. Trying to find some time for Deadly Premonition as well. And I guess this is yeah, this is a good reason as to why Deadly Premonition has been pushed back because as with most of the games we play on No Time to Grind, there is also something else in our lineup that we're playing for fun or if it's a new release that we haven't lined up with the game of the Fortnite. So we're trying to balance both and this is a particularly busy time of the year as well in regards to like work and things like that. So oh, yes. sometimes, I don't know about you guys, but when I come home after like stuffing around at work for longer than normal, you kind of, you sort of sometimes see the no time to grind game as a grind anyway and you go, I, I just want to pick up something easy, be it Pokemon or Adrian, be it uh, Smite or Guild Wars. <laughs> and for me, it's been uh, this fortnight, it's been Battlefront 2, uh, the EA Battlefront 2, not the classic Battlefront 2. Classic one is a great game. Uh, the new one, after two years and the worst launch in gaming history, uh, is actually, please believe me, it's a good game. <laughs> oh, I agree. I don't. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it's probably the best incarnation of a Star Wars Battlefront. But two years after release is a little late to be making the perfect game. This, I, I think, this has been an interesting experiment. In do we like do we punish devs for the mistakes publishers? Because uh, Dice, I guess, is the uh, they're kind of the lead dev, but I'm not sure if they actually made it. But whoever actually made this are still putting out content like almost monthly. Like there's new modes. They're bringing in Rise of Skywalker content because the movie's coming out. There's even uh, been teasers of more content coming next year, even though this is the end of the trilogy. Like they, they're trying so hard to not just let this game die. And they noticed that the player numbers were way down, so they brought in a co-op mode where you just play in a squad of four against um, AI bots, and they actually revamped the AI so it's more challenging than before like they're trying so hard for it to be a playable game and, and no I, one I, cares yeah i applaud the developers for doing that and that's stuff they can take into battlefront 3 when we know inevitably get that um but it, the important thing is a lesson for the publishers like hey dice can make a great game that if this release now probably would sell much better but yeah forced it out and that's just not gonna fly and that's the lesson here, like, that I want to teach. Uh, I mean, I as a consumer, as single consumer, spending eighty dollars or sixty dollars or whatever, ten dollars even. I just feel like it's too little, too I did late. Pick it up for a cool tenner, so yeah, it's no I, skin of my nose. That's that's the thing. I still I think for what they had done, even though the developers are largely innocent like don't shoot the messenger kind of thing. I think for what they have done, it's still I'll get it if it's on PlayStation Plus and that's probably it. I hope it does get to PlayStation Plus so that people get to experience it. I'm not sure if EA have ever jumped on board with a PS Plus, probably because they want money and I think you forfeit a bit of sales by joining PS Plus. Um, But I really hope they eventually 
once perhaps the updates are done and they go, it uh, we're moving on. They just release it on PS Plus, boost the numbers back up, and people go, oh, like this is actually this is actually all right. There's a good variety of modes. There's plenty of classes. There's lots of uh, heroes and villains, and sometimes that's just good fun. Just playing like I played one on one with my partner, Darth Maul versus Yoda. <laughs> okay. No, don't tell me which partner one. Tell me which character one. Uh, Yoda one. Okay, good. Over Darth That's... Maul. That makes sense uh, to me. He's because he's just so zippy. He's, he's a, a zippy, zippy boy. Little green man. Okay, so you bring up PlayStation Plus, and I think I had a quick think about that and what it means, and I think Battlefront would be a great free-to-play game with monetization. Or it, okay, it doesn't even have to be free to play. It could be cost, like on release. That's that's cost on release. But do do a, a PlayStation Plus thing, and then much like how um, Rocket League did amazingly, based off of that, Battlefront Two. If that like if EA just monetize, monetizes in a more in a less greedy way, yeah, then this could actually be really game. Like skins. Imagine being able to play like. Default Stormtrooper is whatever generation, the original trilogy, whatever. But you can buy skins for different Stormtroopers or you can buy different skins for the champions instead of changing the champions. Instead, of, Yeah, making you buy the champions, you just change different skins. Like Rocket League did really well off a model like that and a lot of their popularity came after PlayStation Plus. Yeah, like... It- and that's it. You get your player base, then extort them. Don't try to extort a non-existent <laughs> player base. That's not how it works. <laughs> and they definitely shot themselves in the foot where it can't be microtransactions to enhance your character. Like, that's yeah. what you work for in a game. It, it should can't be, be purely cosmetic. Yeah. Like, that's... Yeah, that, that to me, never flies, like... Pretty much no matter what. That's why I just look at, what is it? I think NBA, like 2K kind of thing. And these days it does have that kind of model where it's like, oh, you got to grind for a bit or you can pay money to get better. And I'm like, okay, that's a no f- from me. Thank you. Or they should be separate like lobbies. You know, like a like a ranked and unranked. It should be like, a, uh, is pay this level or is yeah. this transaction so it's like is it open and whether you've paid or you haven't paid if you go into the open one be ready for anything but if you go game time only then you're matched with people of like who have ground out that 40 hours to complete that character's like ability set because it's card based and each level you can like spend points on, like, say, your thermal detonator, having a bigger blast radius and that sort of thing. But you can equally, I think still to this day, I think you can just buy that card. You know what, though? I reckon the only thing that is pay to win that I personally would be like, that's that's good, uh, is if we did um, EXP Booster. I wouldn't mind that because you're still putting yeah. in the time, but... Like, what if you are a busy gamer? What if you strictly only have so much time? So you're like, oh, I can't be as good as this, like, my competition. I'll pop an EXP boost and I'll get good. Yeah, I think that's the best. Like, I'm, I'm even, okay, depends on the game. For example, 
playing Guild Wars again, um, you can make I can make a new character and get them straight to level eighty. But that's not a bad thing. It's just to skip the the base game. I've you know you've probably done that before a bunch of times. So I mean, and if you still got to still want to do the content, you still have to do it of all the base game stuff. But at least your character's level eighty, all their abilities are unlocked. You can yeah, go do level eighty based content straight away. But that's something everybody has, not just to pay to get to there. Yeah, yeah. And that's to, like, skip because there's so many expansions. It's like Monster Hunter World Iceborne, you know. So many people, like, you get the good gear. I think there's even better gear you can get if you're starting now. I think since it has launched, you can get even better gear so that you can get as quick to Iceborne as you can. Yeah, they Uh, give you that leg up. And because you never actually learn how to play the game, you get to Iceborne and you just get freaking smashed. <laughs> oh, of course, that wouldn't happen to us, sorry, because we're MLG Pro players. Uh, <laughs> um, I have a little thing. I want to announce the kind of the winner of the People's Choice Awards for the game of the year, No Time to Grind, but the people didn't know that they were competing on it <laughs> all right hit it hit us with it uh basically who who which episode do you reckon was the most popular within the last 12 months hmm. man i'm trying to remember all the episodes i keep like I, it's hard to keep track i'll go through the episodes all right okay. i'm gonna blitz through this so if you're playing at home probably get ready to hit the 15 second skip backwards <laughs> okay so we got Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past, Age of Mythology, Fantasy Star 4, Resident Evil 2 Remake, The Witness, Sekiro, Shadow Star Twice, The Elder Scrolls V, Skyrim, Monopoly, Stardew Valley, Bulletstorm, uh, Eternal Darkness, Sanity's Requiem, Bastion, Bayonetta, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, Max Payne, Doom 2016, Monster Hunter World, Iceborne, uh, Minecraft, Borderlands 3, Half-Life 2, Tony Hawk's Underground 2, Pokemon Sword, and Shield. Um... RE2 Remake? Oh yeah, that's a, that's a good guess. Um, I'm gonna say, I mean, I can't just want to say Minecraft, right? It it sounds like that would be the best. What did Minecraft get? Because I'm going purely off of listens. Yeah. So the most listened episode of this year, by quite a large sum, is Age of Mythology. Ooh. Ah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of love for that game. Is it getting a remake or some such? I don't know. I might have gotten a release on Steam. Um, Skyrim was second, which makes sense because that's quite a popular game. I'm disappointed in the Minecraft fans, to be honest. As soon as you said that, I was like, yeah, that's going to be the winner. And it's like, oh, it's not. Does Minecraft still have the base that it did or is it mostly kids now? You know, since I would it say it's went probably to less Microsoft. Kids. You know, I'd say it's less kids because kids have gone to Fortnite as like the true like now. Game. But did but going from Mojang to Microsoft, I felt like a lot of the serious Minecraft people kind of moved away. No, I don't. Or think stayed so. in stayed in the older builds. I just don't hear about it as much anymore. And YouTube YouTubers who were really known for their Minecraft kind of didn't keep up with the Microsoft one. They went off into modding and that kind of thing. Yeah, and I also feel like people don't consume as much Minecraft as they used to. Like, it's really popular for, like, memes, 
but it's like SpongeBob. Who who really watches SpongeBob <laughs> content compared yes. to how yeah. many memes are being made? Minecraft and SpongeBob is the same thing, where it's like we've all seen SpongeBob, like we've all played Minecraft, so we understand everything meme related. And personally, that the SpongeBob movie with Goofy Goober, I would say probably is a work of art. So <laughs> See that's what I like about this extra extra sode. We can be a bit more loosey goosey, I like it. So okay, on a similar train of thought. What are your guys' podcast games of the year? Of everything we played from the year, what's been your game of the year? It's your choice, your top pick from everything we've played. It's that is a very tough question. We've had a lot of good ones. Um, my surprise package, I think, was definitely uh, Resident Evil. Um, not a not a fan of like horror games. Isn't that just such a good game? Isn't that just so well designed, mm. Resident Evil 2? And so that it was, was very well done. It's one of my favorites. I'm I mean, I still just can't go past Sekiro. It was such a good such enough of a departure to make it almost a challenge to learn and play again. So, I think I'm going to have to go with Sekiro. I'm trying to think, what what else? Yeah, RE2 was also very good, and I played that three to four times through. So, um, yeah, I think think I'm going to go with uh, Sekiro. I want to go with what surprised me the most was Fantasy Star 4, because I, I expected so little... And I ended up loving that Star Wars so much. It was, it was fantastic. Like it was so good. Yes, it was a bit grindy because it's a JRPG. Yes, I used cheats so that that grind got shorter. <laughs> but the like the world design of it all was so good. And then I I just I don't know if it's like the best game, but for me, I want to like. I want to give a shout out to my boy, PS4. He's good. Like, <laughs> it was just a yeah, good surprise. And that what was... about you? Gone. I was going to say, Fantasy Fantasy Star Four. I think being not really suitable to uh, our like mo. Like it is incredibly lengthy and grindy, is one of my least favorites of the year. And so I was wondering, what is your least favorite game that was in the lineup this year? Least favorite. I mean, fan. I think Fantasy Star is up there for least favorite. I'm trying to think what else I didn't. I mean, okay. Can I say? Can I change it to most underwhelming? Yeah. A yes. link to a link to the past. Really? As a Zelda fan, it just felt. Oh, that's right. You don't like... You're weird. You're a weird man. It just felt too... like, And I understand it's probably because it's the third one in the series, but looking back now, it just felt very <laughs> derivative. Like, it felt like the, the the template, like the basic canvas template of a Zelda game, and every other version I've played is a unique twist on that template. So that was probably the most underwhelming because, you know, I've always heard like, oh, it's 
it's possibly the only other best Zelda game besides Ocarina of Time and Breath of the Wild, like all that kind of stuff, you know. Um, and it didn't, it didn't appease me quite the way that something like uh, the remake for Link's Awakening did. I would rather play A Link to the Past than Ocarina of Time ever again. Well, like that's okay. I, <laughs> All I just, values are accepted, and we won't judge anyone for them. No, Please. I'm judging you is what I'm trying to get here. I'm not trying to diss Ocarina of Time. I'm trying to judge your opinion. Of oh, Link well, everyone knows Ocarina of Time is better than Link to the Past, so... <laughs> yeah, that's actually probably the... Group thing. The consensus. Yeah. yeah. Um, Detaching fun from a game. Monopoly was a lot of fun playing with you guys, <laughs> but Monopoly is not a good game. Like, I still find it, fun in it. Maybe like, it's I, think, I like the numbers. I think it's fun with the right people, but there are just so many better board games, and we slotted that in as our special episode 50 and towards the end, it's like, you won. Of course you're happy, Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not what I meant at all. It's not what I meant at all. Okay. I, I think for this year, I was probably the most disappointed in Skyrim because for that episode, I unfortunately didn't get to play it at all. I was like, oh, how do I play it? Oh. And then I lent Adrian my VR copy so that it was fresh in his mind because I've played it probably more than you two combined. Oh, easily. So I was still like, he deserves to play it more, but hopefully I might be able to get it back in time. And I think I did get it back, like, in time, but then I was busy, so I was like, oh, well. Um, But otherwise, I want to say Bulletstorm. I don't know. That was a great game. Yeah, actually, that's another good one. Good. Good. Another good selection for for not the best episode this year. No, no, sorry, I've changed my mind. I've decided. Eternal Darkness Sanity's Requiem. That was hyped up so much. And I was like, guys, I've got a good, a scary really game. pleased about that game. And it was just no good. I, I didn't mind it. Like, it, it right. had good ideas. But really, it's kind of like, it reminds me a lot <laughs> of our next game that we're playing, Deadly Premonition, where it's like, oh, it's a great horror. It's not a great horror. It's so, like... Eternal it was stuff, for the time, maybe. They both seem like they're so bad that they're good, but to be so far a uh, little preview, little sneak preview, uh, Deadly Premonition is so bad that it is perfect. This is the stu- <laughs> it is the stupidest horror game I've ever played. I was playing it muted, as we do as busy gamers, because we're like doing something else. I have to tell you guys, you have to listen to this. Uh, this very good, brilliant game where it was either birds or chipmunks had the sound effect of monkeys. They did. They sounded like monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the exact same thing. And characters are talking, but the music is so loud. And this guy's bloody imaginary friend, it's just... It's definitely like going to win strangest game of the year. And you get to look forward to that next week on No Time to Grind. Is is that our is that, is that our, our out? <laughs> yeah, I figured like this is probably a good place. Uh, what right. do you think of these little extra episodes? We could either continue to call them the Echo episodes as we 
ran briefly last year, uh, or this could be a, an extra sode or uh, give us a name. <laughs> uh, extra inventory space. Um, it's a bit, might be too long. Take the one back. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, just a little footnote as well. I watched The Grinch, or How the Grinch Stole Christmas is the official title, and I was shocked how much The Grinch, the PlayStation 1 game that we played freaking over two years ago, which is probably still the worst game we've ever played <laughs> um, of like of our entire yeah life. <laughs> of my entire life, I think it's safe to say. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's... I'm surprised how much they actually took from the movie. Like, they ran so far with that. That that, that part is impressive. The game is awful. So, uh, yes. Merry Christmas to all. And to all, a good night. <laughs> My name's been Adrian. My name's been Matthew. And I've been Michael. We'll Adios. See you in one week. <laughs> And then, and then, real Christmas! Yay! <laughs> and yes, we'll see you then. Um, and, and then, can you put in the music over me as I'm talking? Keep this speech in because this is important to take the Mickey out of Deadly Premonition. Fading now, out, fading but, out, and yeah, faded like, out. Not, not I'm fading out. The music is You're so gone. loud. Can you? No, no. The music also. is so loud now that. That's what's it's happening. Deafening, and also, can it not suit the situation at all? That's what yeah, I found that's... as well. Like, uh, oh, he's quite... dead. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs>